your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. That's how it's done, baby, right there. Voice America Sports. Ticket all sports all the time with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man, your number one fan oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Glad to be back. You know, I'm feeling a whole lot better, boy. I've, uh, uh, you, you look great. Yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate it. that's the first time I've ever accepted a compliment uh, from you. You know, graciously. Thank, thank I, you very much, because Ray. I, I felt terrible. You well, know, you know what you got? You got that valley fever, man. Yeah, they got this thing out here uh, in the valley. For those of you who are listening to us uh, around the know, country, out in the world, uh, there's this thing out here called valley fever. And I guess they don't tell you about it until you get it, you know. And it's one of those things that once you get it, you always have it. it oh, really? It's in your blood system, from what they tell me. Oh, I didn't know that. And it, it has a lot wow. to do with uh, the dust, know, the dust in the air. And I thought the air quality in Arizona at one time, I know it was it was pretty good. But I guess with all the new development that's going on and uh, well, but see, back in the fifties and sixties, people back east that had asthma problems all came out they here. They used to come here. But what they did was they made a mistake. They brought all their plants with them. So as these plants grew, it got you know the 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 um, the plants were spewing off all of that uh, good stuff to get you sneezing, and then the development of Arizona, uh, Phoenix started to get really really big in the eighties. Yeah, 80s. yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's and, what they told me. Yeah, and they dig up all the dirt, and inside the dirt and the dust and the sand. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not the the dust, the sand. There's little tiny particles of bacteria that float around, and if you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, you can get it. Well, how do you know what's the wrong place. I, I don't know. Time. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. They always talk about this valley fever. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm well, glad you're feeling better, though. Well, I'm feeling much better. You look better. great. Yeah, you well, lost some weight, too. I, yeah, I'm trying to do that, too. You know, I might get, I might try to get back in shape, you know, try to get back in shape. You, you know, look hey, pretty good. If Foreman can make a comeback, who knows? You know, maybe I'll try to make a comeback. But how, George how, Foreman is joke, funny on that American that's just, just a joke. Just okay, a joke. Okay, just a joke. Okay. <laughs> but listen, you know, uh, things are starting to get uh, heated up here in the valley. and It's, it's that time. Uh, we're almost in the month of July, and the month of July is training camp. Training camp is starting. Here we go, and, boys. And, and we finally can get a chance to really, really talk about <laughs> yeah. something. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. we apologize. There's so many things that we're talking about now that even though it's football-related, it's not really where my passion is because I want to talk about the game. I want to talk about who's doing what they're supposed to do and who's not. When and does I, training camp start? Well, training camp actually starts officially for the Cardinals. It starts on Sunday July 29th at 1 o'clock will be the first official practice that they're going to have. Okay, and then the season, preseason starts, uh, what, mid, uh, early August, so second week, yeah, I guess, Yeah, right, right, the, the, the preseason, yeah, the yeah. preseason starts in August, and, uh, you know, and then that's when, you, you know, the rubber meets the road, that, and that's when you'll be able to, uh, you know, separate the boys from the men, and uh, everybody gets a chance to earn their paychecks, and those who don't earn it, you know, you can't just back up against the, you know, the gate and take your check anymore. They're going to be shipping them out. They're going to be shipping them out. If they, if they don't come to play, they're they're not going to be here. They're going to, they're going to be yeah. live. I, and I, I think, you know, one thing about it, I think, I think uh, Coach, uh, you know, Wiz has a chance to, to really step up and to, uh, you know, create a program, a no-nonsense program, because uh, the people who built these kind of programs, it's like, you know, one thing that the Tuna did that I admire because it re- really reminds me of the old school. Who? The Tuna? Back, yeah, Tuna, you know, down there with Dallas, you know. you know, oh, Parcells. Bill Parcells. You know, okay. one thing that he did and he does is he just does not believe in guys who are not performing, particular, you know, when we need you to perform, when it's on the line and this is what we're going to turn to you to do your job. 
And, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, the reason why he he left was because he didn't really want to deal with T.O. anymore. But, you know, listen, he cut the kicker when the guy yep. didn't make the kick that's when right. he needed to win no, the that's game. That's right. You know, but, 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 but then on the other hand, you know, you got the quarterback, Romo, and, you know, he really, when he fumbled that ball, that really cost them their season, their playoffs, and he didn't, he didn't want to cut him. So I Right. Think Here's the thing. You get, NFL players get pay, paid a lot of money. You got paid a lot of money in your day at that, at that time in the NFL. You get paid a lot of money. They are, when they go out there and they have to make that play, they got to make that play. They that's have it. to make it. And that's why Parcells kicked him off the team and said, you know what, screw this. I mean, you, you lost the game for me. Well, I'm paying you, know, you all this money and you can't deliver. Yeah, you know, and, and, and football is a team sports, but when you, when you look, and, I, and to me, all sports are team sports because you can't, I don't care what you do, you don't do it by yourself. You know, they may be behind the scenes, you know, but you do it as a team. But when you don't perform your duties, you affect the entire team. You know, in boxing, you know, it is what it is. In golf, it is what it is. If Tiger doesn't make that shot, which he didn't, he but doesn't win. That's not affecting win. a team. He that's, could, a, that's affecting no, him. No, no, but that's not the team. It affects the team. What team? There is no team. Well, no, there is a team. He's got he's oh, got a caddy, caddy and oh, all those okay. other people. And those people are an important part of that team. And your performance affects if they get paid or if they don't. And so that's what I mean by, and Parcells looks at this thing like, you know what? Man, I can't, I, I can't cut Romo, you know. I, you know, but, but, but I need to cut him because, listen, you gotta, you gotta get that ball down on the tee, and the kicker's gotta make the kick. You yeah, know? I think Dallas is gonna do good this year. I really I do. do. Think, I think Romo. I, think, I, I think Dallas is really gonna do well. And I'm not a Dallas fan because I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but I'm, you know, I'm giving credence back to Dallas that uh, Parcells builds this uh, a championship team, and they're going to take it. I think they're they're going to be up there. They're going to be in the playoffs, well, and I, I really do think they'll do well. You know, when you look at the when you look at the NFC, you know, they, they, they've always been strong. They've always been a. I don't care what the record is for the Cowboys. They seem to be a team that everybody's concerned about. You never take the Cowboys lightly. Everybody's always been envious of them since back in the seventies, I guess, when they became America's team. And you know, so anytime you play, how did they the become Cow- America's team anyway? How did that happen? Well, you why, know, why them? They, they were they were self claimed America's team. Oh, they were self claimed. Was that Jerry, whoever the ownership was at that time, oh, or is because they were winning a lot of games? Yeah, they were winning a lot of games. Look, they had you know, Rogers you know what it was, but was you know, they had some bad boys back then. Yeah, too. they had bad boys back then, but they also had the cheerleaders with that star. That's exactly that's, right. that's what happened. That's where it became America's team. Yeah, they, 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 the they were one. They were one of the first teams to come out. You know, with those cheerleaders. They had the hot cheerleaders. Yeah, smart marketing move. Yeah, well, you know, and that's what that's what these teams do. You know. They, they get to the point now where they realize that they have a brand, and that brand is a brand of which they have different facets of which could, could, you know, can create dollars and cents for them. So that's what they're looking to do. They're, they're looking to do that. And at training camp, training camp actually becomes something else of which they can market. They, they sell products there. They've got jerseys there. They've got hats. Let me ask you a question t-shirts. about training camp. Do you think... Uh, based on what you have read, and you've been here for a little bit of time now about the Cardinals and Hurt, all the bad stuff, negative stuff, all the good stuff, blah, blah, blah. Do you actually think that uh, Weisenhunt will be uh, getting rid of some veterans to, to show everybody else, like, am I going to put up with your uh, nonsense? Well, he's going to he, he's gonna have to get rid of some veterans because, as, as I told you, I, I think that perhaps maybe this team, it'll change as much as 50, probably 50 percent, of those people who will be on the team this year will be new personnel from previously. Really? You know, yeah. So you're year, saying if you look at that roster, fifty uh-huh. percent of those people that were on the roster last year probably won't be on the team this year. This year. That's right. Fifty percent. So we'll have really. We'll okay, have a good, I'm going to mark that down. Fifty we'll percent. Yeah, we'll I'm, say. Think, I'm thinking we're going to have a fifty percent. That's what Ray said. I think there'll probably be a good twenty, maybe twenty-five 
you know, at least 20 new players. Let on me the ask team. you a question. When you went to the Eagles and Vermeil was there, uh, did Vermeil have the same attitude? In other words, you're coming in here, and I'm not going to put up with your nonsense. They hired me out of UCLA to make a winner out of this team. Did he have that same, in other words, did he have the same uh, culture that well, I think Wiz is bringing to the Cardinals? Well, yeah, uh, a lot of guys do that. If, if, you, if you want to win, if you want to go down, you want to go down with the people that you picked. Even though, as I said before, you know, they bring people in, and you you pick from the talent they bring in, but at least of that talent, you're going to choose what's the best talent of which you've been presented with, and you're going to go down with those guys. Right, you know? okay. And so the, the, okay. the existing people there, of all the people that are in jeopardy of not making the team, the old guys, you know, should be more fearful than the new guys. Because, again, Wiz is looking at those guys and said, well, we, we didn't win with you guys before, right. so we're not going to so, win with you in the future, right. so I'm going to win with the guys that I bring in. So, in other words, I'm bringing in these young guys in, and I'm going to train the young guys to, to see it my way and do, do it my way. And if, they, if the veterans don't want to conform to these new uh, standards or practices or how, how he's going to uh, bring out that culture in training camp, they're going to be gone. Well, you know, it's interesting because there was a piece I saw on the NFL channel the other day, and I, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a jock at heart, you know. So, you know, I, I, I watch the NFL channel many times, and, and and there was a piece on there from the 1980 Raiders, and and one thing that I saw on there was that uh, I think it was Gene Upshaw or somebody, you know, he was talking about, you know, when Matt Millen came to the Raiders, you know, and Matt came from Penn State, and Matt had all this new energy and enthusiasm that he brought to the to the team, mm-hmm. of which, you know, this was already kind of a rowdy kind of team, but this is some new type of energy. Mm-hmm. This was, the, you know, the go, winning full, type. go full speed every play, Every too. play, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and many times veterans don't have that attitude. I'll never forget one of my first games in my life that I played in. I coming out of Ohio State. I was like a rah-rah guy, you know, fired up, let's go. And a veteran quarterback came to me, a backup quarterback. I don't want to mention his name. It says we we don't we don't do that. That's college. Really? That's college. Wow. You know that's co- and because yeah, they're getting paid the big bucks. Yeah, and, and you I, know. Yeah. You know. And you know. Let me tell you something else that blew my mind. I bet it did. I go to the. Did, did that really slap you oh, down when he did that? Oh, did oh, that yeah, take all the air out of your yeah, tire? He was a veteran player. Yeah. I go to the restroom and and there's a guy in the restroom. I think he's taking a dump. He's taking a smoke. He's smoking, really. He's smoking. An athlete that's a and, football player and, smoking. Is he smoking cigarettes or Smoking a, a cigarette, really? man. He's smoking a cigarette before. Was he shooting game. up or anything? You know, I, I didn't see all the. No, you, you do the shoot up, the doctor shoots you up. Oh, okay. The doctor the, shoot, they the shoot you up in the knees when your knees that, go up, right? The knee, wherever So you you're telling me when you go into that locker room and the veteran players or the team's not being uh, motivated correctly. That they're, they're they're like saying you know hey screw you you're a new guy who cares about you you bring your rah rah college crap in here but they went through the same thing when they were when they left college and were drafted they were the rah rah type so what is it that makes them change right when they get to four or five years in the league and a new guy like you let's just say you as an example are coming in from Ohio State you were you know you're a good football player and you have this all this rah rah let's go win win and they're going you know you don't screw change this. see that's the thing about it you don't change you remain the athlete that you've been. In, you bring the energy to the game that you've always had, and you continue to play with that passion. That's why I played for eight years. That, that, that's, that, exactly, that's exactly but that's right. What, that, but that's what it's about. You, the teams that win football games are teams that play with energy and passion and emotion. And all you got to do is just watch the teams on the field. The team that is moving, and I mean, it, it's almost as if they're moving at a different speed. It's like they're playing football at a different pace. Well, that's what the Cardinals have to do because over the past years, and I, I don't want to keep on harping on this because I always harp on it, but over the past years, we have not seen that here in the Valley. We haven't seen... Well, that's what the, that's what Wiz says he's going to do. Wiz is, Wiz is going to, I think, bring that East Coast mentality in here, and you're going to go out there, and you're going to run, 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 and you're going to make this game really popular, and I hope he does. I hope I'm totally wrong. I hope they, I hope they hit the play. 
playoffs. I really do. But you know what? I'm sick of the spin. But if he comes in and gets rid of some veteran players and says, I'm not, I'm not putting up with this. You're, you're, you're going to be a, a winner. We're going to make this team into a winner and have the whole state of Arizona proud of this team. I, and I hope that that is that's what That's what's going to happen. This, I, I really do. No, this, you is, know. this is going to be a football team with a lot of energy, a lot of passion. He's already talked about that's the way he's going to set it up. In uh, you know, in practice, he's going to start that with practice. Uh, you know, and the way you start is the way you finish. Uh, listen, uh, speaking of starting and finish, it's time to start uh, taking a few commercial breaks. Listen, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. Uh, for those of you who like to call in, you can call in at eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Again, that number is eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. That is a toll free number. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one host fan man, and we'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet, and then it happens, the running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year, the Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the Executive Director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
Dancing here now a little bit, right? No, man, I can't dance anymore. You dance. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is Fan Man along with Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Talk Radio Show on the Voice of America Sports Radio Network. If you'd like to call in, you may do so at any given time, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And speaking about the Cardinals, the Cardinals uh, football um, uh, club will host the um, Arizona Cardinals NFL Flag Football Championships, and that will be presented by the University of Phoenix and Toyota, and that will be at the uh, team. Uh, training facility that's on Harding Hardy Drive in Tempe on Saturday. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's over. Is that over? <laughs> I made a mistake. Is that over? I, man, man, made a mistake. It's June 16th. Well, well that was last okay. Saturday. Well, that, well, we talked about it before, but I didn't. I didn't. Know, I didn't realize it was over. No, but the top finishers. To... No, here's what it is. The top finishers in each division will be awarded a f- uh, free entry into the Phoenix competition to be held June 22nd and the 20th through the 24th as part of the Grand Canyon State Games. Okay, so where were those games going to be played at then? I don't know. The Grand, Grand Canyon Ch- State. Uh, they're going to be played somewhere. I think it's Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon University. Oh, well, that's good. Played. You know what? We, you know what we all try to do? We all try to find out who, who wins that thing and, and, and talk to those little guys. No, we should, yeah. We bring it up and talk to them. You know, because, you know, I, you know, obviously, I guess the guys out there nowadays, they don't think they're good role models. So, you know, we'll play the role of getting these guys some additional publicity. That's right. Yeah. You know, throw that away. Throw that so away. So, I'll tell you what. That's our producer. Not, I'll tell you what is not old news. What's old news? Uh, what oh, is, no, it is not old news. Okay. The new news is, of course, <laughs> that training camp is going to be starting. And training camp is going to start, as I said earlier, for those who you missed it, Sunday, July 29th. At uh, 1 o'clock will be the first official practice at training camp. And, of course, that training camp is in Flagstaff. Well, it's always in Flagstaff. Yeah, it I is. I think last year they had it in Prescott. They had a problem in Flagstaff. Oh, yeah, there was a sickness. Some disease got uh, started up. Probably in, uh, Valley Fever. Valley Fever. They all grew, Everybody was getting diarrhea and throwing up, and they were. Uh, they had to move the team end to uh, Prescott. Well, I didn't have all Prescott. that. Prescott. You know, I, I didn't have all that. You didn't have all that? No, you were lucky. no. But listen, yeah, training camp, and you know, listen, for those of you who've, who've never had an opportunity to go to training camp, uh, you know, it's it's you know something that's uh, worth your time to go see, just to say that you've been to a training camp before to see, you know, what really happens there, and it, it's quite interesting. It isn't always going to be as physical as you like to see it. It's not always like you know the game, uh, you know, the game kind of competition. It's not at the game pace at all the time, but you get a chance to see what it's really like to be. Let me a let me ask you a question about training camp. Are there any teams in the NFL that actually hit as hard as the game? Uh, would be, I mean, in, in, in real time. Oh, yeah. Are there any yeah, teams that do that? Sometimes they will have scrimmages. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they will have scrimmages, and, and, and guys go at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, sometimes what they do, they kind of like to taper off because, again, you, you don't want to win the game on the practice field. But at the same time, it, it, it's one of those oxymorons, I guess. But you win the field. You win the game on the practice field. You don't want to win on the practice field, but you win the game on yeah, the practice field. Yeah, you win the game. Okay. Because you, 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 you play the way you practice. And if you don't practice, you know, at a... So you, at a think, you, th- you think uh, Wiz is going to give them, I mean, they're going to practice them hard this year? It's not going to be like a, like a, you know... Oh, no, these a, guys are going to practice flower hard. day no, with, he, the, the he, way it was with Fat no, Denny? No, because he doesn't know what he what he has. He has to find well, out... He's at mini camp, so exactly. anyway, he has that mini camp, yeah, so but, doesn't but, he uh, have mini, a feeling? But again, what happens is it's a, it's a progression. And, and a mini camp is not at the pace and the level of intensity that a training camp is. Mm-hmm. And then a training camp is not at a level of the pace of which... The preseason games are, and then the preseason games are not at a level of pace of which the regular season games are, and then the regular season games are not at a pace as the way that the playoffs are, and then the playoffs are not like I think, Super Bowl. You know what? I think the weather's going to have a lot to do with it up there. It's really hot in Flagstaff right now. 
Uh, I hope it lowers down. Usually, that's where they go because it's cooler. And also, there are like 7,000 uh, you know, feet up in the uh, yeah, no, there, or above I, you sea know, level. That, that's one thing about it. You know, the beauty of playing for the Cardinals is that you, know, you may practice down here during the season in the heat, but during the preseason and training camp, you're up there where you, know, you might as well be someplace in the Midwest. Or, oh, yeah, you know, well, normally it's cool, but this, uh, over the last couple of weeks, it's very, very hot here in Phoenix. It's supposed to be 115, and I think Flagstaff is coming in in like 95. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, let, let's talk about a few things. You know, we got a couple guys signed uh, this week. Uh, That's good. We, we got the wide out. Who are from, they? Well, we got the wide out from, uh, from Michigan. I, need, I think his name is uh, Breston. Uh, Steve Breston. Yeah, but we have, a, we have a great uh, uh, core in the yeah, wide receiver yeah, yeah, area. You always, but you know what? It's one of those things. The wide receivers are, you know, the kind of position whereas you, you never have too many wide receivers. Okay. You know, because things can yeah, happen. They, I mean, they, 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 they are probably the most vulnerable, you know, people on the field to get hurt. Other than the quarterback. Uh, you know, other than a quarterback, you know, if you've got a paper-thin line, you know, of mm-hmm. course you can get. And then a the running back, of which but running backs are normally usually very durable because they get hit you know, 20, 30, 40 times a game if mm-hmm. they're running the ball or if they're blocking, you know, and then they're getting hit by multiple people. Right. You know? uh, but wide receivers, you know, they're the kind of guys, they're probably the thinnest people on the field. So who did they uh, sign? Uh, they signed Breston and, uh, uh, out, of, know, uh, out of Michigan. Michigan. He, he's, he's, he's a, a good player. Yeah, he's a pretty damn good receiver, you know. And then we also signed uh, uh, the tight end that we were talking about as well. You know, he got signed. I thought he hurt himself. Uh, well, he had a, he had a hamstring. Problem. Oh, yeah, hamstring. He's he had a hamstring of. problem, and uh, cool. but you know things are starting to come together, and I, I am really starting to get excited, you know, about what could possibly happen for the Cardinals. But there's some other stuff that's going on, and we talked about this before, and I, and and I kind of want to touch on it again, only because you know I really think that you know just as we you know have to search and find as part of the media search and find for things to talk about, you know, but I think at times it does become a distraction. But you know, you know, Arrington last year it was Big Ben in a motorcycle accident. Right now it's Lavar Arrington. Now it's Arrington, and his career could possibly be over with because you know I'm not sure if he was signed by anybody at this time. In fact, he I don't think he was. He was released by the Giants. Right. You know, and the Redskins had released him. You know, a couple years. Well, ago. he has a serious but uh, not life-threatening injury after a motorcycle crash on a highway ramp. Yeah, and see that's the thing about it. You know, there's a motor motorcycle accident. You know, I don't. I just don't understand for the life of me. Is why do you put yourself in a position of risk? Okay, it's okay. You know, people always say, well, you know, there's a greater chance you'll get into uh, a wreck in a car than a plane crashing. And, and, but many people are scared to fly. Well, planes don't crash that much, you know. But listen, there are tons and tons and tons of motorcycle. I mean, you ride a bike. I, I ride a bike, but you know, what? over the last uh, this past weekend, there was three people killed on motorcycle in motorcycle accidents, but one of them was going 113 miles an hour and flew off the bike. The other two were drinking and their bikes collided. They both died. And then Arrington hits the guardrail. I, you know, if he hit, if he hit that guardrail, he wasn't drinking, but if he, he had hit a that guardrail, he, he had a helmet on, but I guarantee you the roads were in good condition, he was probably just going too fast. Well, basically, uh, he uh, was um, a, um, he uh, got two citations for operating the bike he didn't without have a license. proper license, and uh, for the crash itself, but basically, he probably didn't take a motorcycle course, and he lost control. Uh, of the bike, he's probably going too fast on the ramp. Yeah, he was. He was going. To, I, I believe. You know, when I ride my bike, you know, when I do ride, I take that ramp. I slow down because you know you got to have some brains in your head when you're driving a motorcycle. You have to understand that you have to control the bike. It's not like driving a car. And these, it's like like good old Ben. You know, in the Steelers. I mean, that. I mean, he he went flying. He, he's lucky he's alive. Well, you know what? Guy. Again, these guys, you know, are are, are real. Uh, these are real professional athletes 
who are who are performing, you know, at the best they possibly can on the football field, making the best decisions they can on the football field. But sometimes when they get outside of that arena, they don't make the best decisions, you know. And and that right there, that bike. Listen, you're only going to play football for t- maybe at the pros at the most. The average is something like you know two and a half, three years. Right. The longest you're going to play is for 10 years. Just relax for 10 years. Yeah. Relax for 10 years. Well, you know, a player comes out. Make a, a sacrifice. A player comes out at what, 20, uh, 22, 22 years of age. So you got uh, 32. You can still buy a bike after that. You can and go take flying lessons and fly airplanes and, and, and go sailing and do all this crazy stuff. But don't do it during your playing no, days. No, don't do that. Because you could lose the lose your... Uh, well, you're going to lose the income. Yeah, you're going to lose the income if you get hurt. LeVar Harrington's in bad shape right now. Now, see, LeVar is going to be different because some people was concerned about that with Ben. But LeVar is going to be different. For one thing, you know, I don't think he's under contract. So, and if he's hurt, he, they already said he probably can't play this year. So, yeah, he's hurt. So he's not going to be able to play next year. Mm-hmm. You know, so he probably took away, you know, a couple years of income. And at the, you know, at the rate he's been playing and the money he's been making, you know, he's going to probably lose about another couple million dollars mm-hmm. that he could. A lot of money for that's riding a, a motorcycle. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You know, just for the simple reason that he wanted to go out and and, and ride a motorcycle. But listen, uh, you know, th- those kind of things are happening. People are just making bad decisions. Michael Vick. Anyway, if you'd like to call in, 866-472-5788. Again, uh, 866-472-5788. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with uh, Fan Man and Ray. And what about Michael Vick? That's still going on. Well, you know what? Yeah, it is, it's going on. But you know what? I, I The other day... Don't they give up? Well, here's what someone Jeez. says. Someone says that everybody's now putting the pressure on Nike to take away his endorsement money. You know, and, and here it know, hasn't been proven if he did it or not. But here's here's the big deal. You know, it's We're, almost. But I have the same opinion I do about this. You know, this stuff about you know illegal people getting into the country. You know, illegal things being brought into the country. Why are you going after the little guy? You know, if you're so concerned about why are you saying take Mike's contract from Nike away from him? Why don't you say why don't you go after all the advertisers that the NFL has and say? Don't support the NFL. There you go. See, they're they're trying to go after the small guy. They're small, yeah. But one thing that you know, you know, you there look you at go. You look, you look at Goodell, and, and I guess he's trying to clean the image of the league up. But I am saying, God, this is football. I don't condone what these guys are doing. As a matter of fact, yeah, they do. You know, the, the directors of player development, well, all these teams need to sit down with these guys. But I think it's a bigger problem. It's not just football players. It's, it's everybody. The, it's the world. It's the world, yeah. But they only pick on the football player because he's making, you know, $5 million a year or whatever whatever astronomical sum they and, and, and he or she is supposed to be role models. And I'll say she. I don't mean she in yeah, football, obviously. But these guys are supposed to be role models. What did Charles models. Barkley say? What was well, his famous quote well, about role, Charles role says, models? Charles says, I'm not your role model. You know, you're your kid's role model. But, you know, you only become, you know, the only time that people really say these people are role models is when they get in trouble and they've done something wrong. Right. That's you so know? stupid. And then all of a sudden this guy is being a bad role model for my kids. You know what, you know, Charles Barkley, if I was a basketball player and I really, you know, my whole life was basketball, he would have been, during the time period that he played, would have been my role model for basketball on the court, not his personal life. I don't care about his personal life, but I would care about the basketball court. And yeah. I would try to be a role model to follow him the way he played and the way he did things on the court, like Michael Jordan or any of these other people. Yeah, but I want to, you know, I would like for these guys. Well, who came this, up with this role model yeah, crap? You know, anyway. and, that, and that's the whole so thing. Stupid. You know, I think everybody should be a How role model. How about your model. father's your, the role model? That's exactly Somebody right. in your family's a role model. Somebody who has been through a lot and succeeded and, 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 and kept on moving. Not, not some guy who's making $5 million a year throwing a ball around. Hey, you want to hear one of the greatest quotes I ever heard in yeah, my life? Yeah, what's that? Go ahead, tell me. 
one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard in my life. I was out playing golf one day. Uh, well, it's, no, I was at the putting range someplace, you know, and I, I really uh-huh. was trying to work on a game that didn't even exist in terms of my golf game. But, you know, I was going to go out and, and try to improve my game. And I'm hitting a ball, and, it, you know, uh, a, a great baseball player is hitting a couple balls, you know, a couple things away from me. And it's uh it's Gary Maddox with the, oh, with yeah. the Phillies. Oh yeah. Okay. And the Gary and I start talking, and you know Gary was a neighbor of mine back in the day, and uh, we were having a good conversation. And Gary says something to me that I will never forget. What did he say? Gary says, Ray, the problem is, is that athletes need role models too. There you go. And that's exactly what these kids are. LeBron James 20, is 20, 20 years old, 23. He, need, he needs a role he, model. You know, he needs a role need model. role models as well. Anyway, but, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. My name is Fan Man. If you'd like to call in, you may do so. 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And we'll be uh, right back after these uh, messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
And, uh, it makes me jump. Jump, jump, jump. Remember the, the pointer jump, sisters? Jump, jump, jump to it. Yeah, <laughs> jump to it. Anyway, you can call on at 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. We have Keith uh, in uh, calling in from Philadelphia. Good old Philly, Philly. Keith, how you doing? You're on the air with Ray Ellis Sports. Hi, I'm doing well. Good, good. What, uh, what can we do for you today? Uh, actually, I uh, just wanted to check with Ray and see what he's going to what he's thinking about uh, McNabb, who's coming back uh, this year from an injury, and uh, Roethlisberger, who played last year, although coming off an injury. Um, what's he think uh, they're going to do this year? Well, but you know, uh, for Philly. Hey Keith, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, Pennsylvania is near and dear to my heart, and uh, you know, even though I, uh, you know, finished my career playing for the Browns, uh, Philadelphia is really close to me. And, uh, you know, so anytime I hear any news about what's happening in Philadelphia, I, I always keep my ears up. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I heard or I, I watched the NFL channel the other day and, you know, Andy Reid was, you know, giving his perspective in terms of what was going on in terms of, um, you know, who he was drafting and, and, and what he was doing in terms of uh, what was best for the team. But, for, I, you know, I always have to stay in, in the mindset from a player's perspective, and I always talk from a player's perspective, and if, if there was nothing else, and I like Andy Reid, but if there was nothing else that ever happened to any other player in this league in terms of for them to get an understanding of what the league is really about, is people should stop and look at that example of what happened in Philadelphia and who they chose to spend their first pick on when it came to this year's draft, and that was a quarterback. When you've had a quarterback who for the last six years – it's probably his production. There's probably been maybe one or two other people who have outproduced him, and those one or two other people have probably won. They both have won Super Bowls, and that's been Brady and 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 the guy, uh, you know, Peyton Manning. You know, but Donovan McNabb has probably been the most third most productive quarterback. But what did Andy Reid say? I'm going to do what's best for this team, and he's concerned about if Donovan's going to be healthy. Now, listen, if Donovan's healthy, then again, Donovan is probably based upon his winning percentage. You know, the third best quarterback in the league. And of course, I want to see him in there. And, you know, he throws a long ball as good as anybody. He motivates that team. They rally around him. People in Philadelphia understand now the smirk on his face is just how he deals with life. I love life. that smirk. Yeah, it's, I like, love that. it's, it's like he, you know, he kills you with a smile, you know, so. Hey, Keith, Keith, yeah. let me, let me ask you a question. Uh, they got rid of Garcia. I'm an Eagles fan too. Go way back. Hardcore Eagles. And when they got rid of Garcia, do you feel that that was a good move? or Because uh, Garcia came in when Donovan got hurt and took the team up. I mean, what do you think? I think it was a gamble. Garcia, obviously, has the spark plug, has the energy uh, for the short run. Uh, he does blend very well in with uh, the offensive scheme, and I think that's what Philly's upset about. Um, you know, we're looking to, as everybody is, I mean, we all want quick satisfaction. And Garcia, at this point, looks like, Hey, you put him in, you got us energized, you got us moving, that may be the quick fix. But yeah, you know what, Keith? He, he, took, he took the Eagles to the playoffs. I thought, you know, sitting here in Phoenix watching that, I'm going, oh, shit. Oh, well, my actually, God. I was sitting there in Phoenix saying the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, at that point in time, uh, I think that he's going to do well in Tampa. Um, 
I think he, you know what I, you know what I think he's going to do terrific in Tampa. And I think uh, the fans in Philadelphia are going to go they're going to go bananas when Garcia takes the uh, Bucks all the way up. I, I, I really do. I mean, I, I thought that was a bad move on the Eagles' part. I thought Garcia had the team if Donovan gets hurt again, which is a very strong possibility of that happening. Um, I thought Garcia would have well, been a great backup. AJ's still there, right? I mean, AJ, they, they didn't put AJ. See, if you watch the games back when Donovan got hurt, and I know you did, Ray, and Keith, I know you did too. Yeah. They were booing. They were booing Garcia because they wanted AJ Feely in there because AJ's been sitting on the bench for all those years. With the Garcia, they've committed to to him, Deke. You know that. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know what? I don't understand. I don't understand why when Garcia came to the Eagles. And A.J. Feely was also on that team that Andy cut a deal with him that in the event that Donovan goes down, that you're the man that's going in. A.J. should have went in. I, I never thought that Garcia should have went in. First off, I didn't even know Garcia was on the team. Yeah, he was on the team. Yeah, I didn't I even know it. I, I was like, Garcia? I mean, I didn't like Garcia anyway. I never did him when he was in San Francisco, even though he's a good player. I just, there's just something about Garcia, but he did take the team to the playoffs. He did do that. Well, he, he took the teams to the playoffs, and we lost. But, you know, I just think in going forward, you know, Donovan. Especially getting booed by the fans. Yeah, I mean, he's on the know, field, and they're booing him. Yeah. I didn't like that with the, the thought well, of the that, fans. But that's, that's the tradition of Philadelphia. Yeah, they boo Santa Claus. You know they're going <laughs> to boo him. They throw snowballs at Santa Claus. I was in the stadium when they did that. I got thrown out. Yeah, yeah probably you. Was that was probably me. I, no, I led the charge on the second uh, yeah. section there. But no, Keith, and, and then looking at Pittsburgh, looking at Big Ben, I, I think what will happen in, in Pittsburgh, you know, they're, they're going through a number of things there. You know, the coach is gone. You know, Ben's coming back off the energy, uh, off the injury. So he's yeah. got to build his confidence level. You know, they're going to be, uh, you know, a lot of the staff that was there is gone. There's a couple guys that are still there. You know, so I, I think this will be a trying year for the Steelers, but I, I think the Steelers will make the playoffs. I think they got good personnel. I think they got, uh, you know, a good nucleus there. I think they'll make the playoffs. They won't make the Super Bowl, but I think they'll be a productive team. Hey, Keith, uh, do yeah. you follow the Arizona Cardinals at all? Uh, yeah, I do. What do you think is going to happen out here? Uh, I think that uh, right now you got a young quarterback who's getting some really great uh, tutelage from a veteran, and Kurt Warner. Uh, you guys got some great receivers. Uh, it's just a matter of can your offensive line hold up? There you go. It's always the O line, man. And um, your D's all right. If you yeah, the D line's okay. If you can keep your O line healthy, because it seems to be that way in the beginning of the year, and there's always the key injury. Well, you, saw, you, you saw what happened last year with the Cardinals in Chicago in that Monday night game. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, you know, when, when Fat Denny went into the, into the press conference and started screaming and yelling, I saw this whole thing go right down the toilet. That yeah. was my feeling. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I, I really didn't think it was. I, what, I, what I think Denny saw then is, is Denny saw a team for, uh, saw a team for his team to go to the next level, and they missed it. Well, you and, know when they, and when they missed it at that next level, it was kind of frustrating to him because, you know, what happens many times for a team – for you to find your identity, the early on in the season, you're going to be met with a challenge. And you look at the schedule, and you know what that challenge is, yeah, and you're yeah. hoping your team is ready right. to meet that challenge. Right. Now, see, the Cardinals open up Monday Night Football against San Francisco. So, Keith, what do you think is going to happen in that game, based on what happened last year with Chicago? I mean, do you think the Cardinals are going to come out and kick some ass and I don't say, think, hey? Wait, 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 wait. Before you go to Keith, I don't think Frisco and 49ers, you know, I mean, the 49ers in Chicago, that, you know. No, no, no. San Francisco teams. and the, and, uh, this, no. No, but I'm saying the 49ers. Niners playing against the Cardinals is not like the Chicago Bears playing against the Chicago Cardinals. Bears were good last year. Before that, they were like struggling all the time. San Francisco is no, a, they were, San Francisco's a good team. San Francisco? Yes, yeah, they are. Oh, no. Keith, what do you think? First game, everybody's up. But at the first game level, you have to go with Arizona. I don't think the San Fran is gelled enough at this point, whereas I'm sure 
that Arizona is further along. Like Ray said, they had a chance to pass a test, and they missed it. They were right. They lost the respect. Yeah, they're like half a year away. I think they've learned from that, and I think they're ready this time. Only they're going to go much further. They're going to surprise some people this year. There you go, Keith. Now, I, you know, the only thing about it is Keith, so I, would, I, I would agree that they were going to surprise some people if the NFL channel didn't exist and, and ESPN didn't exist because everybody on there has been talking about how well this team did in the draft. All those guys are talking about how good of a coach, you know, Wisenhunt is, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and then we got uh, Russ Graham as the offensive line coach. So I don't think we're really going to be able to sneak up on anybody. And I think also people understand that that time that Matt Liner spent last year, even though he spent a lot of it on his back and running for his life. Yeah, running for his life. That's I exactly that what happened to him. was a very good time that he got a chance to spend on the football field. But the only thing I'm concerned about, Keith, and I want to know what you feel about, you know, again, we got an old running back. We got a senior citizen's running back. And, and I, See, I disagree with you. I think Edron James is a is a good running back. Yeah, he is getting older. There's no doubt about that, Ray. Am I going to take that away from you? But if that offensive line doesn't open up the hole so you can put the Jets on, it forget it. I don't care who you put in there. I don't care. If you, I don't care who you put in there. It's not going to happen. Well, you, you got to remember this. Edron's still a good receiver coming out of the backfield. Yes, he is. If he can make that adjustment and you get yourself somebody who can carry the ball inside, just enough to balance it out, then you're going to get the most out of Edron. Hey, Keith, one other thing I want to ask you. Uh, since you're here in Philadelphia, we got another guy uh came uh, from Philly, and we picked him up. Uh, I think it's Roderick Hood. What, what do you know about Roger? I, I think it's pretty decent DV, right? Well, I think you guys got a good got a good steal. You know yeah, that here right. in Philly, I mean, we're just too loaded with D-backs. I mean, uh, we just had too many last year. Yeah, and you, you know, couldn't it, keep them all under, under wraps forever. Right, that yeah, that reminds me. There was a few years back, and I may be about five years back. Uh, you know, the kid that's up with the Green Bay Packers and wears a long dress, number thirty-one. Our secondary was so good. I think he may. I mean, Dan's yeah. one of the best defensive backs in the league. We he was a backup for us. He just couldn't crack the lineup. And I think that's the same thing with Roger Good. When people see how well he plays, he's a good. He's a good player. That's right. I saw. He's I, very good. I think our secondary. I thought that was a stupid move by the Eagles. The, anyway. the secondary and our receivers, I think, can really lead by example. And and I, I'm looking for, as I always say, a lot of production out of those positions this year. Well, we'll see. What do you, hey Keith? What do you think uh, is going to be in the Super Bowl here in Arizona? Well, wait before Keith. Before you do yeah. that, answer that question. I got <laughs> but think about and, that, let, Keith. Let me pose this to you. We've got this thing <laughs> going on the here. Cardinals. We got this thing going on here in Arizona. You know, the Arizona Cardinals is they're they're hosting the Super Bowl. You know, but they won't be there. We're, we're, we got home field advantage, so we we <laughs> want to know. The, they'll be watching on TV, right? We want to know what the people wherever they call in from. You know, we've got this home field advantage. Do you think that we'll retain it, make it into the playoffs, and the Cardinals will host the Super Bowl? What are you smoking? Or do you think that they will lose home field advantage? And if you do, when do you think they'll lose it? Will they lose it in the middle of the season, three quarters of the season, or, you know, lose it in a playoff game? Or or will they host the Super Bowl? is a curse, man. Well, say what? Say, what was that? Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 Say that again, Keith. Having the Super Bowl in your hometown is 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 a curse. It's almost like the Madden cover curse. You don't really want that because it it makes things harder for you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fans, the fans first off, and then the media. The media is going to go crazy. And Ray has been saying this now for the past two months on on the air here, talking. Hey, it's in our it's in our in our stadium, our backyard. And if we're not there, that's really embarrassing. 
That's right. That's I mean, right. It really That's is right. embarrassing. So, you know, hey, can you hold on, Keith? For we got to take sure. a break. Can you hold on for a second? Yeah, Absolutely. you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports uh, Show on the uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network. Uh, my name is Fan Man. If you'd like to call in, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight again, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight, and we'll be right back. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th and you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. This is uh, Ray Ellis. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host with me. And uh, we're having a great time. Uh, I think we have uh, Keith still online. Keith, you still there? Still here, Ray. Okay, Keith, listen, uh, just one quick thing, man. I wanted to ask you something. We've got another call on the line we got to get to. But are you familiar with this new policy that the NFL has now uh, about the whistleblowers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think you, you said earlier, you know, you've been a fan for a long time, you know. What does that say to you about a, a, a league that's supposed to be, you know, concerned about their asset, which is their players, that they have to implement a whistleblower, uh, you know, type of program? So because it sounds like guys are afraid to talk about how hurt they are or 
afraid that they get the pressure putting on them. They got to go back into the game even if they don't want to. But they used to say the thing used to be no pain, no gain. What do you think about this? I think in, the, in some ways uh, the new commissioner is trying to, to bring back uh, some of the integrity to the sport. He's, he's trying several things. Uh, I think this is one he's going to have to tinker with a little bit. I think he's got kind of the right idea, but I think he needs to get a better understanding of the players and, and the coaches and, and where they're really coming from. I think somewhere there's a middle ground, but I think he's got to at least test the waters. I think that's what he's trying to do right now. But when, when you have to have a, a, a whistleblower protection policy in place, uh, that says something to me about, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go say, it says something to me about the integrity of the medical staff that you're dealing with. Because why should a player, another player, have to step up to give some information about one of his fellow teammates that's being pressured to play when he may have a concussion or any other kind of injury. Hi, this is George. This is the NFL. Uh, Mary Ellis is hurt. I think give it a look at him. <laughs> deep, deep, deep throw. What's going on? You, you know, what's I can that? tell you, he, he can't do it. You he know? can't do it. I know it. And But you know what? I can tell you this. You know, I've been there. I've seen it. The pressure to play, you know, you've seen so many players go back on the field when they're injured. They're hopping. They're limping. They go in. They get these shots. You know, these shots where you don't feel any pain. They tell you, you know, you're not going to hurt it anymore. It's already broken. But listen, Keith, we want to thank you for your call. Uh, make sure to tune in and uh, listen to us uh, every Thursday and give us a call in. And now we got another guy on the line. All right. we got- hey, we have uh, Craig on from California. Craig, how you doing? And welcome to the Ray Ellis uh, Sports uh, Talk Show on the Voice America Sports Network. And when how you how you been in California? Man, we're doing good. It's nice and sunny here. How's it doing? Where yeah, you it's hot as hell here. Is it hot there? It's like being in hell here, yeah. Well, I, I've never been to hell, but... If yeah, you're in hell right now, buddy. Uh, no, you're right now. As soon as we walk outside, 115 this degrees. Sweat your ass off. It, it's still paradise. I will say Burn this. Burn your though, hands. It, 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 regardless of what they say, you know, humidity or no humidity, it is hot. It is hot. Exactly. It's a dry heat, as I say. So, Craig, what, what can we do for you today? Uh, about the Pacman Jones thing. Okay. Well, you know what? It's interesting you say that, Craig, because, man, I wanted to try to stay away from that. But, uh, you know, I guess it's like Pac-Man wanted to stay away from strip joints. He can't stay away from it. So, so Craig, what do you have to say about Pac-Man? What do you think? Well, you know, I, I think it's just a, a, a kind of a microcosm of our society. we got all these young male men running around, no good male role models. Bottom well, we were line. just talking about role models just a few minutes ago. Yeah, that's so, the... Uh, that's the problem. So, you, so you're saying that a, like a Pac-Man Jones needs a role model to help him, you know, get through, you know, this this uh, thing called the NFL and all the money and, and fame and glory. No, and, I'm thinking about just in life in general. Fame in life and glory. In that's 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 just you know that's what he's doing. That's his business. That's his line. The problem that we have is we have young men or men in general, and they think that these guys that they're running around with their their entourages really do care about them. If they, they really don't. cared about them, they wouldn't put them in them situations. Right. They wouldn't put them in. Yeah, and you're 100% right. They listen to them. Because, but, you know, when you get that fame and you think, hey, you know who I am, and you got, you got this whole money. entourage. Huh? Instant money. Yeah, instant money, instant fame. Here you are in, 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 um, in uh, you know, clubs uh, where girls are strip, doing strip teases. Yep. I mean, it really, you know, and then you get in trouble, you start drinking, and the people that are supposed to be watching out for you are not watching out for you, and then you end up in all these problems, and then all these people run away when the money goes. Exactly. exactly. So so what, what do you think should be done about it? What do you think? I, 
I think it'd be interesting if the NFL would set up. I know they do those little things where they bring you in and then they say, "Hey, this is what you guys need to avoid." But they should establish some maybe older NFL guys that have been through the ropes that are family members that kind of when those young guys are running around to give them better guidance. Somebody like a Ray Ellis. Ellis. Ray Ellis should be yeah. doing that. Well, you know, Craig, it's interesting you say that because they, they each team now has uh, has a position that's called director of player development, and that yeah. director of player development is there to support that player in his development as a professional athlete, but also as a person, a human being. And, yep. and so he's supposed to help them with their off-the-field lifestyle as much as he does with their on-the-field lifestyle. But I, I would just care to say this, you know, you know, i got to look at myself and, and, and the generation of players and what is it that we were projecting back then that made the players look at us with envy and say that once I become a professional athlete, I'm going to do these. These are the things I'm going to do. This is the way I'm going to carry myself. Because the people who played before me, the, the people that I looked up to, the people that I envied, the people that I wanted to be like, you know, I thought it's almost like the movie An Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they were able to give us an example of somebody who was supposed to be an athlete and also a gentleman. I'll never forget at Ohio State one time, Woody Hayes said to, you know, to the crowd of people one day that watch this young man here. You know, he's a nice guy. He's a great football player. He's going to be this and, and complimented the way I dressed and everything. But it was because of the example that the people before set. And I'm hoping that the athletes of the 80s, which was the generation I played in, you know, that we didn't set this example that the athletes of modern day athletes now is looking at us and saying, wow, that's what, this is what you guys did. Hey, Craig, I don't know if you know about this, but the uh, Cleveland Browns rookie receiver, Mike uh, Mason, he refused demands from two off-duty cops to leave a downtown nightclub at closing oh, wow. time, and he got arrested. They tasered him. He tasered the guy. I mean, you know oh, what? No you got to re- huh? Yeah, they That's did. Crazy. Yeah. Say say that, Craig. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. I don't think it's the former players setting an example. This is a new society where you make the money, you do whatever you're doing, well, please. Yeah, that's you know, not, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's the message the former NFL players right. set the any way to perform. Yeah, the former NFL players back in the 80s and early 90s, you never heard of any of this stuff. Yeah. And you know what? If uh, if the club is closing and everybody's leaving and they tell them to leave, what, what's the big deal about leaving the club? What do you mean I'm so high and mighty? Well, you know what I happens? I don't understand. And I'm going to give an example. It, I remember one what time, is the example? Well, I, I'm just going to tell you my experience. I remember one time a guy said to me, you know, walked up to me. First of all, I didn't know the guy knew my name. Uh-huh. Walked up to me and he said, Ray, will you do me a favor? He said, well, will you leave? And I, and I looked at him, I said, well, you know, why are you asking me to leave? Everybody else is kind of, because, you know, sometimes when clubs close, you know, people don't always leave. He says, but yeah. you know what? If you leave, they'll leave. And, and I just. Because well, you're a star. And so, I, you so I left. And they all left. And, and they started leaving. Right. But it's, 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 it's almost like this. You know, it, it, when you say, you know, the athletes and the example, I really do believe this. I really do think that the, the young players today, they believe that they're above the law, and they're not above the law. Well, guess and, what? And, they're finding out right now they're and, all getting arrested. And, I, and I'm hoping that this sends a message. I hate that you have to go as far as they're taking this now to, to, to use someone as an example, but they have to do this, and I hope that it changes because even though you don't want to be a role model, my 14-year-old son is looking at today's modern-day athlete. Hey, Craig, in the Super Bowl, who do you think it's going to be? Oh, this year? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I hope it's not the Patriots. I don't like the Patriots. <laughs> okay. Who would, you think, who would you think based on preseason, based on mini camps, based on Cardinals. what you're hearing? What, what, what do you think? Uh, shut up. What do you think is going to happen? Who do you wow. think is going to be in there? <laughs> uh, AFC will probably either be the Colts or the Patriots. Okay. 
um, NFC. I don't really follow the NFC. Are you following well. the NFC? Okay. No, but I'll tell you what. If, if, if the young coach in New Orleans can keep his ship rolling and prove their defense, they're exciting because Drew Brees is a heck of a, a best free agent pickup last year. Okay, Craig. Hey, thanks for the call from California. You have a great uh, day. Tell all your friends about us and uh, tune in again next Thursday. Anyway, it's time for us to go. Uh, yeah, man. But I, you know, I don't like to end on a, on a sour note. So I'm going to say sour I'm note. Hard nose. He said the Saints. Come no, on. No, the Saints are a good Saints team. Got a good team. I Saints like are team. good. I mean, that's the really. We have to end this very quickly. But the Cardinals should look at the Saints and see because the, the Saints really stunk. I mean, look what they did. Those no. Those are the two up and coming teams. Up and coming teams. Anyway, we got to go. It was. Uh, a pleasure again, Ray, uh, being on the air with you all over the country talking about it, the NFL and the Cardinals. And uh, so we're going to be back on next Thursday at noon. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it again. Pacific next time. Week. We'll do it next week. Hey, as always, as I said, we'll do it next week. And I want to thank you guys for listening and for tuning in. Uh, make sure to tune in again next week, same time. Uh, Voice America Network, uh, Rail of Sports with Fan Man. Fan and man. listen, we'll see you next time, which will be the best time.